وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم وما يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهجه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed the praise is for Allah We praise him, we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness we seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, no one can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who was alone with our partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant of Allah and the last messenger to all of mankind. All you who believe, fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with. And do not die unless you are Muslims. O mankind, fear your Lord who has created you from a single person. And from that person created his mate and from them to scatter countless men and women throughout the earth and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you indeed Allah is a watcher over you all you who believe fear Allah and say that which is correct and upright in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins and whomsoever obeys Allah and His Messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement. As to what follows, certainly the most truthful speech is the Book of Allah. And the best guidance is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad. 
and the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion and every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation and every innovation in the religion is going astray and every going astray leads to the hellfire we have two narrations that have come in the authentic sunnah on the authority of Abi Hurairah radiallahu an concerning the coming of the blessed month of Ramadan. The first narration on Abi Hurairah radiallahu an qal kana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yubashir ashabahu wa yaqul qad ja'akum Ramadan shahrun mubarak kataballahu alaykum siyama the first narration Abu Hurairah an, he mentioned that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he used to give glad tidings to his companions and he would say indeed ramadan has come to you a blessed month a month in which allah has prescribed upon you fasting in this month the doors and the gates of paradise are opened up and in this month the doors and the gates of the hellfire they are locked and the shayateen the devils they are restrained and in this month there is a night that is better than 1,000 months of worship whoever has been deprived of its good then indeed he has been deprived the second narration on Abi Hurairah radiallahu an qala anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal idha kana awwal layla min ramadan من النار وذلك كل الليلة أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم أبو هريرة he mentioned that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم stated that when it is the first night of Ramadan the shayateen and the leaders of the jinn they are restrained they are chained up and the gates and the doors of the hellfire are locked and no door or gate from amongst these gates are opened. And the gates and the doors of paradise are opened up. And there is no gate or door that is locked. Then he went on to mention, then a caller he calls out, Ya baghi al-khair aqbil. O you who desires that which is good, embark upon the good. وَيَا بَاغِيَ الشَّرْ أَقْصِرُ And all you who desire to do evil, refrain from doing evil. And in every night of Ramadan, 
They are those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He frees them from the hellfire. These two narrations, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned many virtues for this blessed month of Ramadan. Something that every Muslim should be happy about. Every Muslim should be excited about the coming of the month of Ramadan. Every Muslim should have in his heart the desire to reach the month of Ramadan and to do good in the month of Ramadan. After hearing these words from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the khair, the good that the blessed month of Ramadan entails, who in their right mind is not going to desire these affairs? The Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he informed us of these matters as a means of encouragement. He informed us of these matters as a means of inciting that which is within us, inciting the person's soul, inciting the person's heart to want to attain the good that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has connected to the month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een amma ba'd From the words of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam We learned that Ramadan is shahrun mubarakun the month of Ramadan is a blessed month, meaning that in this month of Ramadan, kathratul khair, there is an abundance of good in the month of Ramadan. So many blessings, so much good in the month of Ramadan. So many things for the servant to do to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From fasting during the daytime, standing at night in prayer, reciting the Quran throughout the days and nights of Ramadan, giving sadaqah, and other than that from the good, feeding the poor, giving food to those who are breaking their fast, and other than that from the khair. This month is a blessed month. Don't waste it. Don't be negligent. Don't spend your time wasting time. Not taking advantage of that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed at the feet of the believers. This month of Ramadan is a month in which Allah, He aids and supports the believers upon doing good. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned that the gates and the doors of the hellfire are closed and they are locked and no door or gate is open. And the shayateen and the leaders from amongst the jinn, they are restrained. 
Is this not a support from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the believer to do good? Allah is helping us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us the support to do that which is good. So do not allow the evil of yourself to overcome you in this blessed month. The month of Ramadan is the month that has within it Laylatul Qadr. A month that is better than 1,000 months of ibadah. If you worship Allah in every night of Ramadan, you will reach Laylatul Qadr. For sure, regardless of whether it's on the 23rd night, the 25th night, the 27th night, the 29th night, regardless what night is Laylatul Qadr, if you worship Allah every night, you will reach it. Don't take any breaks during the night in Ramadan, meaning one night you worship, another night you just sleep the entire night, no ibadah. Worship Allah every night in the month of Ramadan. It doesn't have to be the entire night. But a portion of your night, there should be some ibadah. So that you can reach the blessing of worshiping Allah for more than 1,000 months. Ramadan is the month in which we embark upon doing that which is good and refrain from doing that which is evil. The scholars, they mention, if a person doesn't do good in Ramadan, the month in which the shayateen are locked up, the month in which the doors of the hellfire are closed, when is the person going to do good? If the person doesn't get his act together in the month of Ramadan, when is the person going to get his act together? When is the person going to make the change? Ramadan is that time where the person can make a significant change in his life from bad to good and from good to better. The month of Ramadan is a month of happiness for the believers. As the Prophet would give the believers the glad tidings that Ramadan has come. So every believer should be happy with the coming of the month of Ramadan. It is unfortunate that there are some Muslims because of the, sick, the sicknesses that are within their hearts and the weakness of faith, they have a type of sadness that Ramadan is coming because of what? Because they have to stop the sins. It's not going to be easy to do the sins like they do prior to Ramadan and after Ramadan. So for the sinners and the wicked people, it's a sad time. If you find yourself being sad that Ramadan is coming, wallahi, you need to check yourself. You need to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with repentance and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove this sickness from the heart of being sad that the month of obedience, the month of khair is here now. Who in their right mind wants to stay upon the path of disobedience until death? How long will you want to keep running the streets 
being a criminal. How long are you going to keep being a cheat? How long are you going to keep being uh, an abuser of the people, violating the rights of the people and other than that? How long you want to keep missing the salah? How long you want to keep being stingy with your wealth and you don't pay the zakat? How long? How long are we going to keep doing these things of evil? The month of Ramadan is coming. Let this be the time for us to change our affairs. The month of Ramadan is the month of fasting. And through fasting we can attain a taqwa. As Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu, kutiba alaykum musiyam kama kutiba ala ladina min qablikum la'allakum tattakun. Oh, you believe fasting is obligated upon you. Just as it was obligated upon those before you in order that you may attain piety. Allah legislated fasting so that we can attain a taqwa. And where is the origin of taqwa? Within. As the Prophet ﷺ, he pointed to his chest and said, A taqwa ha huna. A taqwa ha huna. A taqwa ha huna. That the taqwa of Allah, the piety is here. And he pointed to his chest, meaning within. The taqwa of Allah is here, the taqwa of Allah is here. So fasting is a means of purification of the soul. Fasting is a means of the purification of the heart. Fasting is a means of attaining the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah azza wa jal, he mentions, قُلْ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَبِرَحْمَتِهِ فَبِذَلِكَ فَلْيَفْرَحُوا Say, by the virtue of Allah and by His mercy upon us. And with that, let the believers be happy. Let the believers rejoice. And it is better than that which they gather together. Meaning, this deen of Islam is a virtue from Allah upon us. This deen of Islam is a mercy from Allah upon us. And what is a part of Islam? Fasting in Ramadan. Fasting in Ramadan is a fadl min Allah Azza wa Jal, a virtue from Allah. Fasting in Ramadan is a rahmah min Allah Azza wa Jal alayna. It is a mercy from Allah upon us. So we should be happy and we should rejoice, not be sad. And this fast that comes in Ramadan and the rest of the acts of ibadah connected to Ramadan, it is better than that which the disbelievers have with them in the dunya. All of the riches that they have, all of the material wealth they have, everything that they have from this dunya, what we have in Islam, what we have in fasting in Ramadan and praying in Ramadan and all of the good is better than everything that they have from the dunya. We are in a good situation, noble brothers and sisters in Islam. Acknowledge this favor from Allah. Be grateful for the favor of Allah. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to preserve this favor. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who reach Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who are given the success to do good in Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
to make us from amongst those who hear a good word and follow it.